JP. Hello, listeners. Very special pod for you guys today. This is Dreamin' by BSE Marcus C and Buddha. Putting with a seal, I'm sipping it, got me leaning. She say I'm an angel, but baby, my lust is evening. Say you didn't love me, and that shit kind of relieved me. We're gonna let this rock. We're gonna let this rock. Thank you for tuning in. Scar, but try to heal me. Like, let me know before I get attached. Spend a bag on new stilettos just to take them back. Take that money and I throw it like a quarterback. The way I'm living, I might blow up off a quarter sack. Cause bitch, I'm Brady, I'm sending shots on the daily. Can't phase me, pray to God for the safety. Niggas hating, I'm blowing smoke if they hate me. Give a fuck how niggas feel cause they ain't make me. Leveled up and I'm rapping what niggas really mean. Got a bag and I'm trapping, I flip a hundred pigs. Bend over, I'm slapping, I gotta take a knee. Cause a kitty pretty, my diddy go make a body freeze up. And I get hockey by any means. Pop another seal, lead the world like a coding dream. Look, and I get hockey by any means. Pop another seal, lead the world like a coding dream. Look, I'm with the team, but I still feel alone. But I can show we mops the team like we all Capone. Never switching the fake shit, I can knock it down. So if be switching, we up and chopper and knock it down. Blowing strong and I'm feeling like Wiz Khalifa. On the island, I'm geeking in Costa Rica. Nigga salty, I whip this shit with paprika. And now they tweak it, could Buddha turn to a priest with a seal. I'm sipping, it got me leaning. She say I'm an angel, but baby, my lust deceiving. Say you Not cutting this off yet. Not cutting this off yet. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 130. I appreciate you. But do they feel me? I've been sipping water and moving silence up stealthy. I just had a dream like MLK, I was wealthy. Woke up, checked the bank, and the numbers were looking healthy. Hey, I've been swerving, I'm feeling like Ricky Bobby. You playing chicken with me, I'ma catch a body. Chopped cheese from a mirror, he keep it aki. Rastafari and rolling me up a marley. All white rolls and I'm whipping the Danny Phantom. Sipping Henny, I'm chasing it down with Phantom. Big sticks, we told him like Thor's hammer. Ain't all bumping this shit, the new anthem. The way you talking, little baby, just watch your neck. I'm pushing P, just trying to gain my respect. I'm sipping lean, this walkie, it is the best. Gorillas banging, we banging out on our chest. With a seal, I'm sipping, it got me leaning. She say I'm a. That's basically the whole gist of the song right there. Again, that is Dreamin' by Buddha and BSC Marcus C coming soon to a streaming platform near you. Marcus, man, I try to send George videos of fucking Aki, man, because I'm told him Aki, Aki is George if George was a deli guy. Like, if, if George liked making sandwiches, he'd be Aki, bro, because he'd sit there, because George is a cool dude, he'd be like, sure, sure, and then he'll throw the shit on the grill, and he's like, man, stop sending me those fucking videos. I'm like, Aki way, yeah. I'm like bro, George is Aki if he uh, did that, so I like Don't that. Don't forget the bev. Bro, never, 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 man. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fucking awesome. I didn't realize that bar the first time. Yes, Welcome to episode 130 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with some local hip-hop artists located right at home here in Redding, California. I'm here with Marcus Cranon, a.k.a. BSC Marcus C, Tzar the Tyrant, and Buddha Kid. How are you guys doing today, man? Chilling, man. Yeah, Going crazy. Good. Yeah, doing good. How about you? Dude, that's a nice setup, man. Like walking in here, like, you could. I can't tell if it's one p.m., one a.m. Like it's like it's that kind of vibe. Everything's like just spaced out. I like the red. The aesthetics are nice in here, man. So thank you guys for inviting me. Yeah. And we got George here as well. Want to give George a special shout out? He's he's in the cut. He doesn't have a mic, but uh, he might pop in here and there and whatnot. And back on the roadcaster today. So if the audio sounds a little different, because we got some high quality audio going for you guys and real quick before we jump into the whole fucking spiel of things i want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the spotify apple Podcasts, and soundcloud listeners thank you guys for tuning in i appreciate it i want to give a special shout out and thank you real quick to our sponsor black rose coffee and tea as well are you starting a brand new diet and want something delicious and organic would you like to support a locally owned and operated family business have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee well if you answered yes to any of these questions then you should try out black rose coffee and tea 
At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. Without further ado, man, let's jump into it. So the intro was Dreamin'. Buddha Kid, man, you got some music coming out. Tzar told me, I don't know if you guys have the dates out yet. Do you mind if I reveal the dates? Is that what we're here to do? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, February 15th and February 25th uh, sure. is, is when you're dropping, man. So I'm probably putting this up. Today's Sunday. I'm wanting to drop this either tomorrow or, or Tuesday. So we're about a week out from the first drop. How are you feeling? How are the vibes? Are you excited for it? You know, is it as a music artist? You know, I, I did music a little bit in the past. I always got anxious before release day because you just never know how it's going to go. But how are you feeling personally leading up to your big month? And drop dates like like game day. That's how I see it. You either, you either win or you lose. You know what I'm saying? People either fuck with it at the beginning. But there's tracks too that when you drop tracks, it doesn't pop all the time at the beginning. You could what, leave it on there for three years and that shit could blow up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. It's just, I have to find it cool. Like, when it's time for drop date, it's like, get up, go with the homies or something. You know what I'm saying? Go make sure it's a good day. Absolutely. Any significance in the February 15th and 25th thing? I mean, most people don't really do 10 days apart. Is there any sort of holiday, any special event to you personally that you want to do that on? Or are you just like, fucking man, let's do one separate entity? I feel like this is a different vibe. We're going to go two different dates with it. I don't know. Two fives, I guess. I don't know. Just something about 15th, 25th. Okay. But, uh, the 15th is a single, and the 25th is an EP. So for our, my EP, I got Tzar and Marcus on it, and I'm going to get promo from the Thizzler. So it's going to be a big drop. I feel like people are really going to hear what we got going on over here and be a little bit more exposure and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. I want to get into, before we get into like everyone's personal music and, and journey and kind of how you guys all create and stuff like that, how'd y'all meet, man? Because walk in, you guys are all here, you guys are all chilling, ready to go, nice setup. I could tell this wasn't put together in a couple days' time. Like You guys even have like little signs like music is you know a vocal instrument or mechanical sound having rhythm, melody, or harmony. Like You got the definition of shit, you got like funny neighbor signs, Like it's a whole vibe. You got a couch. Like I said, you can get lost in this motherfucker, man, so I could tell that That's some... What <laughs> that's the part of it artist hours for sure whose spot is this and, and how'd you guys all meet uh did you guys meet before we met yeah so i was playing there, basketball at an open gym and i saw buddha i was like the little homie raps and if he doesn't i'm gonna make him rap and that's kind of <laughs> how, that's kind of how that up. worked i was like uh, he hopped in the truck with me after ball and then started going crazy i was like okay yeah, we're on to something here. That's how I met Buddha. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, you already know I was crossing him. You already know. He never goes, man. He's yeah, always be talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, man. It's all good. That's the point of the pod right there. Fucking no dead air for sure. Tzar, how'd you meet these guys, man? Yeah, um, through music. Through music. Um, just getting started out here, trying to network out here and everything. Um. We just came across, like, knowing the same people back in high school whatnot. We came across each other, and then we never stopped, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, because of music, because of music, we, we met, and then just started, once we got in the booth, it was just over. 
it was just over. We started just continuously working, working, working. Then the show started, but then COVID, you know, but yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, music is literally how we met. Okay. <laughs> I fuck with that. So this goes back to yeah. like uh 2018, 2019 range, if you will, it sounds like. Because right. you say right before COVID. So I mean, have you guys been kind of uh, anticipating waiting this long? I mean, were you guys waiting on something? I mean, I know you guys like performing. Obviously, all of 2020 was just fucking shot down, basically. But yeah. how long has it taken you guys to kind of get your rhythm back and kind of get back in the process of let's get some shows lined up, let's get some music booked up to drop? Like, how long has this been for you guys now? Because a lot of people have been tucked away working, man. Even a lot of major artists. And there's only a few that have dropped in you know last two years at this point that didn't have yeah. something ready to go. How long have you guys been yeah. cooking up? They can't tour. People can't tour. You know what I mean. So they can't. They don't. The majors don't want to drop a lot because touring brings a lot of money for them. You know. So I think I, I think that's the reason why everyone's holding back. And for us, kind of a little bit, but I think everyone's just going through a little bit of finan- not financial, but just life hardships. I guess. Like in the past four months, I guess. You know what I mean? Not maybe not maybe problems, but just situational stuff that we got to figure out. Me going through surgery, Marcus going through his own thing. You know, what I mean, that's his story. Buddha going through his, you know, that's his story too. But I know he found a new place, new stuff. You know. Yes, sir. Seventeen months. So I think we've just been getting life right. You know, what I mean, making sure that when it when we do start hitting, the business is right. The, you know, we got the business, uh, like the actual business. You know what I mean. And so yeah, just making sure everything's right. Everybody's good to go because when it hits it's gonna hit different flying yeah yeah you know what i mean absolutely are you guys all planning on dropping kind of around springtime maybe early summer or is it are you guys gonna space this shit out and and do like we're gonna get the whole year knocked out kind of thing what's uh what's what's the idea behind this if you guys don't mind spilling some tea (laughs) when's your next drop when are you planning on dropping next 25th of march okay Mm. i'm gonna drop hold on it's a single with me and Buddha. We just we actually <coughs> cooked it up hella quick. But it turned out pretty fine, so I think I'm going to drop it on the 25th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds like I'm dropping right in the middle. I'll be dropping somewhere right around the first, second, the first week of March. I'm not sure yet. But, yeah, so I feel like we've. I've been watching the patterns, like, you know, Gunna just dropped his song. I mean, his uh, album. Roddy just dropped an album recently. Um, Spotum Gotham's been dropping very, very a lot. Hot Boy just dropped an album, and so I think it's just time. And I think everyone's just been on the edge of their seats, like waiting, waiting. You know, and <laughs> anxiously waiting. Like, but I think it's gonna start. Life's gonna start changing. Like I said, I've been watching that watching everybody drop the albums and everything. So going back to the touring and the funding and stuff, I think people are going to start touring and stuff again, like, pretty soon. I don't know, like, the medical field, but I think more states are going to start opening up. That's the big one yeah. with, with the touring and, you know, <laughs> capacity this and cards mm-hmm. that. It's, it's the medical stuff for sure. It seems like they're kind of laxing a lot of that stuff too. I, I think this yeah. year, and especially next year, we're going to be back to 2018, 19, when you don't even think about it. You're able just to go wherever the fuck you want kind of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I, I think they're going to start opening up this year. Marcus, I want to ask you, man. I met you back Anderson High School, man. I was a freshman. You were a senior. 
Graduated yes, class of 14. Never knew you to be a rapper, man. You, you played basketball. You were good at basketball. PE was always basketball and shit like that. Is rapping something new for you? Is 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 something you picked up it, you know, recently? Is it something you always wanted to do and, and just had to work the courage up or just finally got the creative juices going? I mean, how long have you been wanting to rap? So my whole family is like super into music. You know, my sister, Krista, she can sing. She can sing, sing. I'm trying to get her in the booth still. It's not, I don't think it's going to happen, but she can sing, sing. <laughs> and my dad used to DJ, so I feel like I I used to write a lot, but I never had any, like, like drive, like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and you know what I'm saying? And then I met T. He had the old studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trap true. house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah, we were in a tiny, <laughs> tiny house. Bro, the, um, the house was almost as big as this. Man. Bro, the room we recorded in is as big as our is that <laughs> closet right there. Room. As yeah, big as that, little, yeah. Little, uh, yeah. Eight by eight room or some shit. Nine by nine, ten by ten or something. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> man. That's what it's all about, though. And then yeah. it's like, went up there, linked up, recorded the first track. And he's like, all right, yeah, your music's going to be on all platforms on like two weeks. And I'm like, no, it's not. And then oh, it did. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we could go somewhere with this. We could do this. That was back That's when everyone was like, nobody knew like getting on platforms yet, like how to do it or like how it was to go. All the SoundCloud. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So like, that was when I first started. Like, so that's what we're doing with our artists. You know what I mean? Doing it the right way. I'm not putting any shade against SoundCloud. You know what I mean? People blow up off SoundCloud and that's another platform to get exposure off of and, you know, get yourself out there. Yeah. I'm trying to do it right. You know what I mean? Because trying to get money off of this like make this our nine to five you know what i mean like we're really trying to do this so i'm not trying to have any let any of us you know down or like let any of us like damn we could have got a thousand more people on this or like we could have got more exposure i'm not trying to have anybody wishing damn we could have you know what i mean yeah absolutely <laughs> fucking people die with regrets and shit like that man it feels like soundcloud you bring it up it's kind of the past anyway. It feels like that's kind of like the 2015 to 18 range. I mean, that's when guys like Uzi right. were blowing up off SoundCloud. Right. Uh, I think Cardi blew up off SoundCloud. Nav, you know, people Juice like that, World. you know. Say that again? Uh, Juice World. Juice World. Yeah. Like, that's when people were blowing up off it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Ever since at least COVID, now one major artist, I feel like, is like, oh, man, that SoundCloud song. It's They were able to get their shit onto Apple and, and Spotify, and, and you got to do the whole round thing now. You got to go full 360 with it. So that's yeah. a good idea. I like that a lot. We talk about the SoundCloud era. I was even putting music out in high school and stuff, decided I was better at this, found out I think I was better at this, and uh, this is going okay as of right now. But it feels like here in Reading, Shasta County as, as a whole, just the North State as a whole, 2016, 17, 18 was like a hotbed. Like there was tons of motherfuckers putting out even good music. And you know, not mm -hmm. everyone's always, always good. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. But you know, there was a lot of good music and, and good artists and people I look forward to hearing from. The last couple of years, it's been dry, man. Like, I mean, yeah. we're in a drought up here. It's it's a drought for music. Like there ain't no motherfucking snowpack. There's no water flowing. It's like, no it's, it's dead. It's dry. Wildfires all around. And so I'm like out here dying... Yeah, I'm out here, like, 
dying trying to listen to new music and new people. So you guys didn't invite me in. I'm not dumb. I know when music artists get back out and get out of their uh, creative shells, if you will, is to promote. And that's basically yeah. all it is, whether it's a tour, an album, merch, it don't matter. Right. You guys sound like you're ready to ready to go for it. It's been a while, and I'm looking forward to it. What are the goals that... Buddha, I'll start with you, man. What are like some particular goals? Is there any goals in mind? Is it just like, let's just fuck around. Let's see, you know, throw shit out of the wall. Let's see what sticks. What are you thinking as far as these next drops go? Man, I would talk with Marcus about this TikTok shit. Man, I feel like, oh no, man, some funny people. Even Tizar, we be off the fly, funny shit for like two hours straight laughing. So I feel like just come in here, catch a vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with anything else. You catch a vibe, you throw something up. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's what we can get going. If that's another way of exposure, like T was saying. So I feel like once we get on that, once we start learning how to promote that, because I try to, I try to start doing it, but it's not, it's not as easy as it looks. Hell no, that shit is hard. It is hard. So once we figure that out, I'm gonna start pushing them like the same way I push my music on Instagram, the same way I push it on any other platform. Because I feel like even then, that's probably the best way to push your music. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Something about it, it just has people going crazy. Like. Names that you would have never thought of, people coming out of Canada, blowing up in America, you know what I'm saying? Like, or people from the UK, and like... For random know, stuff. Random stuff. It, they, it, walking down the street with, I don't know, no shoes on or something. Going crazy. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> bro. In a knee-deep puddle or something. <laughs> something. Or somebody jumping yeah. into a That'd mud hole, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you could do something on that, and then, I don't know, go crazy from there, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, right now, that's the way... Sure. I feel like that also like is authentic. It's like you, you know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like you get to express yourself in a way where people can see you and still be like, do what you do. Not have to worry about like whatever, whatever else is going on. You know, the best time to At do it time. right now. You know what I mean? We can all get paid for it. Yeah. Like more like, than ever. Like Blake right now. You know what I mean? This is for his real. podcast. He's being him. He, you know, yeah. I'm sure that's one of your goals, right? To start getting paid. Dude, start. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. For like, so some of the shit you keep in the tuck, you know, yeah. but but for sure. Oh, I mean, bad, no shit, man. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Okay. It, it's I mean, of course, trying to get paid. Honestly, man, just trying to fucking just be somebody, trying to be successful. What, you know, yeah, moments like right. this or moments like, you know, even having like uh and I, I not that I hate the podcast because I'll still do them, but like I've been looking up to have a couple mayors on, have some like business owners. Like you got looking back. You got to dress yeah. up, man. Like this isn't yeah. one of those vibes. Like I like being able to. This is something I never got with music that I enjoy about podcasts. I can go from having you know a political figure, a business owner, where I dress up, we got a script, we kind of just mm-hmm. do the whole thing because I know what audience I'm reaching for. And then we come over here and like I go to like some house in Reading and like there's this whole studio and like it's cool just to see like motherfucker. I mean, you guys got a flat screen up there. You can watch the game. You can watch whatever the fuck's you know going on. But you know throw shit up on the computer up there like yeah it's like blacked out in here like it's just like you can totally get lost in it and that's what it's all about you know just hopping in that zone and and whatnot and yeah absolutely i mean getting paid is uh one of the goals but it's not the drive like i don't know about you guys but like when i'm creating i'm not thinking about oh hey george this will make us money it's like no like i'm just passionate you know i mean like i like this shit like it's it's fun and hopefully the passion is you know the fire burns hot enough to get me paid like you You said it's just one of them but it's not the reason yeah, it's absolutely. Not, it's not your, yeah, it's like, not your reason, your drive, like you said. For sure. And like, you know, having a, like, I'm grateful for, for Tori and casting them over at Black Rose. And like, 
that's just, you know, a, a little coffee shop, but they're willing to like, you know, put their name on my shit. Like they're willing to kind of, in a way, back up whatever I'm saying. Like oh, th- yeah, that's a lot low. of trust for a yeah. podcast because George knows, you know, I'll, I'll say some shit when it's me and him <laughs> and my buddy Al fucking around or, you know, you'll never, what's going to happen on a pod, you know? And I'm someone that I don't like to edit stuff. I don't like to go back and take this out and, and bleep this name out. Or ble- I don't, yeah. we're going, you it's know what I mean? Real. It, oh, transparent, it, real. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. What are some inspirations, man? Like, who inspires you guys? What inspires you guys? I, I guess we could start with just, like, the artist game. Tzar, I'll start with you, man. Who, rapper-wise, or even just music-wise? I mean, people have, you know, people like maybe just Stevie Wonder, Usher. People got weird inspirations, man. Yeah. And I mean, those are, like, you know, all-time artists. But, you know, they have yeah. inspirations you wouldn't think. Who are some people that, when you got writer's block or when you were growing up, that you're like, man, I want to be like them or they inspire me when I'm driving in the car solo? I know every word of this motherfucker song. Who do you fuck with? Everybody, or like, I guess, not everybody, but a lot of people would say, like, Pac, maybe for this song, Dear Mama, maybe for this or that. But he's like an inspiration because I was just talking about this last week when I was in Vegas. But uh, I feel like coming from a harder background, (coughs) I like how he's able to direct and do other business moves. Like, I feel like directing, I want to be, a, I want to direct one day, whether it be writing books or like real movies, whether it be short movies or, you know, A rated films, whatever it may be. But I feel like coming from like a similar path, no dad, like, there's just, you know, I've studied his life. You know, I care about music, so I'm going to study it to try to get the farthest as I can. You get what I'm saying? So, there's little things in his life that correlate with my life, and I'm able to, um, what do they call it? I'm able to um, relate to him very closely, you know what I mean, in different ways. And <laughs> it's, like, almost backwards, I guess, artist-wise, music-wise, lyric-wise, everything. But another artist that I be looking at a lot is Tom McDonald, and he's really controversial and I feel like that's why maybe a lot of people wouldn't say that he's in, they're inspired by him but I'm not like I don't care about the lyrics or what he's saying I just think that you know he has nuts he goes out there and says whatever the fuck he wants to say and that's what it is about him you get what I'm saying like I don't care about the songs like that's cool and I think it's cool he's independently making it but I think that he just got nuts saying whatever the fuck is on his mind whatever the fuck he feels uh, politically, COVID-wise, controversial-wise, you know what I mean? He just think, he says what he, you know, feels. And so, and plus, he, his girl is the um, videographer for all of his videos. So it's, like, it's all built. in-house. Like, yeah. And so I'd be looking at, like, entrepreneur couples like Jay-Z. That's another one that's, like, I don't care about the lyrics or nothing, but the way that him and Beyonce have been able to make you know, Jay-Z, the first billionaire, like, that's just money, but just the relationship, keeping a relationship for 30, I don't, I don't know the exact years on there. About 20, about you know, 20. 20. Yeah, but 20 years at this point. 20's a lot. Yeah, that's I'm only I'm 23, saying. bro. 20's a lot. You get what I'm saying? I like how they work yeah. as a team, too, and, like, how he's just held his own ground, you know what I mean? Been able to build his own side label, just do that. So I'll be looking at stuff like that, you know? But, like... Nowadays, I would say, like, Polo G, Rod Wave, like, lyric, like, music, vibing-wise, like, mm. 
That's why I vibe with Lil TJ. Murray is fire. <laughs> He's fire. And Mo3 is fire. Um, but yeah, those are like who I vi- be vibing to. Or if I need to catch a good vibe, like get out of a bad mood, like I just be vibing to them. But when I'm looking for inspiration or motivation or help discipline, that's Jay Z, Tupac, Tom McDonald. That's who I be studying or looking at. Like, okay. Yeah. Booty kid, man. Who inspires you? When you got to get in that booth, when you got to fucking get rid of that writer's block, who uh, who do you tap into, man? Uh, man, that's a hard one. Uh, I feel like he's so versatile. Like, his mind is, too. Yeah, my shit be. I can't. I would say a lot of different artists, but I can't name all of them. I'll probably go up. I'm a young person, so I can't say a lot of old artists, you know what I'm saying, from the 90s or from... So from my time, I would probably say, like, I don't know, like, I like hard, weird beats, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'd probably say, like, Black Eyed Peas or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I grew up with a lot of females in my family, so I didn't really listen to, like, gangster rap yet, like, or not until I hopped off the porch, you know what I'm saying? When I was later on, though, that's not, you know what I'm saying? But when I was younger, that's a lot of, like, pop, I guess. It would say, and then, you know what I'm saying, it converted, and then it all just mushed together. So then it's, like, pop, and then, like, what I've been through, and, like, what pe- like real rap, I guess, put into with a weird beat that really can hit you, you know what I'm saying? That you would be, like, you wouldn't expect for something to go on it. Or, like, I don't know. It's just, when I get on a beat, I could do 50 million things, like, a million things, because when I hop on it, you could see, I just see it as a pattern. You hit this way, or you hit this way, or you hit this way. You, I don't know. It's weird to explain, but I would probably say right now, probably like Stunna G, Stunna Gambino, or like a lot of New York artists like K Flock, D Thing. He's going off right now. Uh, let me see. Uh, Polo, YSN Flow, uh, Gonna like it's a lot of different like mushed into one, so it's hard to really pinpoint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know really know where I got it from, but okay, a lot of different people. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Marcus. Who inspires you, man? Who, who do you growing up or, or right now? Last couple of years when you got to find some inspiration. Honestly, I feel like <clears throat> I've like kind of swapped over because when I first started making music, it was more like like just writing, and then making it go to a beat, then it's like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people like to hear, like, real shit, like, about real-life problems, whatever's going on. So, like, I kind of hopped over to the melodic side on most of my shit, unless I'm hopping on a feature or something, but, like, most of my shit is, like, melodic, like, like real-life struggles that we're going through or whatever, so that, that way people can hear the real life, because fantasy rap's cool, too lot of people like that but i feel like just being on real shit is like so much more pure and like people actually hearing you like how you handle it or how you don't handle it in some cases so i feel like i don't know i've been on like like fresco trey (coughs) he's a newer artist uh there's a lot of like underground artists that i really Mm -hmm. like look to and then these guys for sure like, if I'm stuck, I'll be called Buddha. Bro, I need help. Sure. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> sure. I don't know what I'm trying to do with this because 
he sees beats in a different way than I do. T sees beats in a different way than I do. So it all just like talking to them, it just blends. So that they really helped me out a lot. So that's a, yeah, it's really helpful. <coughs> like when you put it like that, <clears throat> like when you're in the studio, you can look at all these other upper artists or older artists or whatever. But when you got somebody that's right there, it's like you can just ask a question, and it's probably gonna be like that quick. It's funny how quick it happens because another mind is just asked a question. There's two minds on the subject. You know what I mean? Multiple minds working towards the same thing. It's like it's just flowing. So yeah, being able just to look to each other and bounce it back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, that was my next question for you guys was, you know, if you guys inspire each other, if you guys, you know, like, like I said, give a call to, to Boudicca and be like, man, I, I, I'm stuck, bro. Like, I need your help. Like, that's dope, you know. And I figured that was part of part of the equation. You guys make it kind of sound like um, individually with all you guys' stories, you know, recently things have may have been tough for you guys. Is this music that's coming out going to be getting shit off your chest? Is it going to be some, you know, I guess flexing or, or stuff like that as well? Or are we having fun? Are we partying? Or are we down in the dumps? I mean, what can people who are listening to this that want to tune into the music, what can they expect from you guys? Uh, Buddha Kid, I'll start with you first, man, because you, you're dropping first. What can they expect? What kind of vibe is it going to be? Man, it's going to be a whole switch up. Lately, I've been, well, before, like my last track, I just dropped BET Banging. <laughs> It was like a hard, like, Detroit beat. That's what I forgot to mention. Real to Young. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? You go crazy. But, yeah, so I did, like, a Detroit type because I was just listening to one of his songs. And, like, that was more of a up, you know what I'm saying? Like, get in the car and you go 100 miles, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But this the, these upcoming songs, is, you just heard Dreaming, it's going to be a little bit more vibey. And then that's going to be a little transition into a whole different, like, wave that I've been, you know what I'm saying? Me and Mark been cooking. Really, he's been really helping me on figuring out how to hit my voice in a different way, and you know what I'm saying. So, I'm really like thinking about it, and then like switch it, and then I start thinking about how can I correlate them in a way, you know what I'm saying, or how can I? Oh, let me try to use one of their flows, you know what I'm saying? Like a couple of Tzar's flows. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I got a lot of inspiration from it. Like I tell him all the time too. I tell Mark too. Like when we get. When I'm just there, I don't know. I see it, it'll be a whole totally different beat from a whole totally different song, project, whatever. And I'll just be like, let me use that flow. Let me try it. And it just go crazy. Like I swear every time. Just like, I don't know. It's just something about how it works. It's just when you see it, when you see the way they put it and then you see the way your brain puts it, it's just, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't knock it. You just got to try it, see what the fuck happens. That's how it goes. What's the vibe for you, Marcus? So, uh, <clears throat> hold on, that single that I'm dropping in March is kind of about, like I was saying earlier, like real life problems. Like everybody's telling me to hold on. They're all telling us to hold on. Like you can't go do shows. You can't go do this. You can't. Or like even like a real life problem pops up and we can't drop when we want to drop or whatever. But I'm not waiting anymore. So that's pretty much what I was saying on that one. Like, it's go time. <laughs> yeah. are what's up with you, man? What, what's the vibe going to be? Are we, are we, you said you're coming off a of surgery, it sounds like. Is it going to be a uh, reflecting vibe? I know, like, uh, when I've had surgery, even, like, wisdom tooth surgery, man, you, you're sitting on your ass for days, and you're like, you really start thinking about, like, am I doing shit right? You know, you start overthinking. Even if you are doing right, what are we, if I'm a listener, and, and I will be, what are we, 
what should we be tuned in for, if you will? I guess it's been a lot more than just a little, like, or not a little, but it's been a lot more than just the surgery, like the past. I guess it's twenty two now. It's four years. The past four mm-hmm. years have been crazy. So I'm gonna start dropping music like no one heard. <laughs> like okay, it's just gonna be up vibes. Cause that's what I'm expecting, you know what I mean? That's what I feel, that's what my intuition says. And that's how life's going right now. Everything keeps going good for a reason. And I think it's because we're doing it for the right reason. If that makes sense. Yeah, so absolutely. I got, so I got a lot of faith in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think my vibes are just up. Like I'm done. Like I reflected on the surgeries and the last mixtape that I dropped, 10 Deep, because that was back in August when I had the last surgery but um and i'm just over it like it's done now i made it through the storm you know what i mean i hear that <laughs> like i i definitely hear that 100 <laughs> yeah, so. i'm sure a lot of people feel that too with with covid maybe losing jobs or just getting back on their feet or you know losing yeah. their, their houses their family people getting sick i mean that's another thing man people people do drop you know yeah. with shit like this so i mean for yeah. sure man for sure you guys bring up that when you guys need inspiration, you call each other, you guys listen to each other's music, take each other's <laughs> flows, whatever it is. What's the competitive nature like, though? Uh, who's the most competitive in the room? Do you guys ever get competitive? Do you guys ever like, no, nah, I'm going to outdo this motherfucker, man. Like, that's dope, but like, I got to do better. Like, is that even a part of the deal, or are you guys just kind of, is it on a, like, like a friend's vibe? I was about to say, I've never even been asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck to say. I've never been like, i never... Personally, I've never been. I'm gonna be better than him, or, or like no. I don't know if they have. But a, I don't feel that. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you, not towards them. But if I hop on a different artist track, my goal is to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. Cole, I, was, I was looking for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, bro. That's yeah. what it's about. <laughs> It is competition at the end of the day. I mean, you know, people are peers, man. And I know you guys are friends. You know, you guys seem really close-knit and stuff. But at the end of the day, it is kind of, you know, (laughs) looking at your peers for some motivation, some competition. I mean, I know personally in the podcast game here, I'm I'm not going to lie. I like competing, bro. And I like winning, Uh, too. Like I told George, I'm like, Mm -hmm. dude, I don't like just being in the game. I like winning that motherfucker. (laughs) You know, like, so just, yeah, Uh, absolutely. And, And like I said, it's pretty dry out here. I mean, if you guys really go off these next few months, I mean... It's gonna you be know? different. It's gonna be different. <laughs> That's a way to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Marcus, you ever find yourself competing with these guys, or are you just you just chilling, doing your thing, creating what you want to make? Honestly, I just I do what I do. Um, I feel like I never feel like I need to like go bar for bar with either of them. They both got bars, so it's like I gotta match them. That's it. If I do that, that track's good. Done. And like you said, like, I always, like, I guess I never looked at it like competition, but I'm always motivated to do better. Not necessarily, I'm not just stagnant, you know what I mean? I'm always, like, I'm trying to do better every single track, for sure. But it's not necessarily to try to outshine somebody or, like, get more on a pedestal or something than somebody, you know what I mean? But the the motivation is to do better every single time. I have to, no matter what, even if he doesn't or he doesn't. I'm still holding myself to that, you know, Yeah. just as part of my discipline to keep doing better. But I feel like that's why we work good together, because we're always trying to do better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I have, like, hella songs on the computer, and I, like, 
probably going to scrap most of them because I feel like every time I write something, it just levels up. Like, that shit's old now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads right into my next question. How long do you guys create for, and then how much shit do you guys use? Do you guys have, like, a set, like, all right, if I make 50 songs, I'm only using the best 10, you know, which is only 20%, or, you know, if we record 30, let's use eight. Because you guys mentioned, sounds like everyone's just doing an extended play. For everyone that doesn't know, that's called an EP, which is usually less than, uh, I want to say, 30 (laughs) minutes of music and, like, six, seven songs at the most. People don't really put more than seven on, on EPs as far as... Uh, from what I know about the music game, is that on purpose? Is that the streaming era because people's attention spans are fucking TikTok fast? You just scroll, scroll, scroll for hours on end. I mean, what is the uh, goal behind just the extended play? Well, in the music business, because there's a music industry and a music business. You know what I mean? So, like, the music industry is the fame, the fashion, the show, the paparazzi, the shows, like, touring, like, all the fun stuff. You know what I mean? But the music business is all the label all the executives, all the PRs, all the um, engineers, A&R, just ARs, yeah, yeah. So the purpose of what they, why they made EPs, is because they wanted to give people more than a single. You know what I mean? But as soon as you make it an album, then they start recording the album sales. So it puts you on the retail level. So like for us smaller artists, it's it's smarter to do EPs because it doesn't put us on a retail level. So when a bigger label does go to sign us, they're not going to look back and say, "Wow, your last album only sold 13 units." They don't have any right. they, they don't have any retail to go off of. So based off of your region, like we're in the West Coast. So they're going to be basing us off of West Coast artists what they're selling, you know what I mean? So we're going to be able to negotiate the contracts a lot more with the lawyers. As opposed to if we got 13 sales on our last album. You know what I mean? So we can drop as many EPs as we want and just, you know, try to gain as much leverage as we possibly can. But so that's why the EPs came around. I could tell there's a lot of a lot of Nipsey Hustle, a lot of 50 Cent <laughs> in that statement right there. I, I can tell there's... George sent me a TikTok video the other day of, of Nip talking about 50 Cent telling him he's like, don't sell an album. You know, wait. No, yeah. Nipsey waited literally like a fucking decade for that shit. Going yeah, like, for yeah, a reason. Why does that sound so familiar? Like, I just saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I be studying this shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? This that's shit good matters shit. to me. Like, Hell yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not here. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to hit the jackpot. I'm trying to do my best to be able to Get us all out. Right. Get us all the fuck out of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the reason I feel like the music hasn't really been popping out here the last couple of years is because people are just dipping. People just give up, you know, just in general, the motivation to do it, you know? But I mean, the thing about yeah. Reading Man, and, and I, I feel you on that because it's like, as much as I want this place to succeed, it seems like, especially not even merely our generation, but like, you know, our parents or shit like that, they want this shit to stay the same. They hate change. They hate growth. They hate all, you know, new new businesses or new, you know, people, whatever it is coming in. And it's like, yeah, but you need that, though, to grow. No one ever grew staying the same. Nothing, you know, no one ever, you know, it, it just, I don't know, man. Reading seems so, you know, I'm not going to try and shit on my, my own hometown because I, I do love it here. You know, I mean, the, the views of everything are great. There is a great community here. When shit really hits the fan, like, you know, wildfires and stuff, people are there for each other. Like, it's not like it's a piece of shit community where no one gives a fuck about each other. But it does seem like it's this weird thing where it's like, no, it's got to stay the same. And so people fucking leave, dude. People don't want to stay the same, you know? Oh, people yeah, like yeah. you guys, I mean, you guys are some of the first people, music artists. Like, you guys, it's Sacramento, L.A., yeah. maybe San Diego. Maybe you go east, you know, towards Chicago, New York territory. You know, it all depends. But those are still, 
like the three hotbed cities, it feels like, man. You know, Atlanta. Atlanta's in that too, for sure. You know, you you go down to to the south, Atlanta, Florida. Like, there's definitely a lot of shit down there. But, I mean, you know, LA's only 500 miles away. So, it's like, that's that's an easy jump. What's the furthest you guys have ever gone for a show, you know, to to perform, to do anything like that? Is it only Chico? Have you guys gone to SAC? Um, I'm not sure which one's farther, but it's either Jacksonville or Orlando. Orlando. Man, it don't matter. Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Florida's <laughs> far. Yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah, I personally performed in New York and Jersey, but that was like prior years. How long have you been doing this for, Tzar? Since November 1st of 2018. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yes, Already got like, to Florida. And- that was two months, three months into my music career when I'm going to New York and stuff. But then... Everything wrapped up, and then uh, the next chapter started, you know what I mean? For sure. And we met and everything, and then COVID hit, and so, yeah, we've only been able to go to, like, right here close to us, or way the hell over there in Florida. Shout out oh, Jacksonville's Florida, crazy, man. Yeah, Jacksonville That's was dope. crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah. For sure, man, absolutely. I mean, what's the... What's the motivation for going to New York? Like, why is it like I got to perform in New York and I want to do it early? Is it just someone brought an opportunity to, to your table or how no, did that all work? Yeah, no, because uh, AWOL, I don't know if you know them, but they're the biggest independent label in the world. Yeah. And so they give, they were, they give out funding sometimes. Like, uh, they gave out funding to Carlton Wright, which was Young Ma's manager. Mm. And so he was starting his own label, CW1 Music, with Larry Rock from Sony. I mean, from uh, Sony Records. He was Justin Timberlake's A&R. But so they okay. they got four million dollars from AWOL to start the record label, and so they were trying to sign us. <laughs> they were trying to sign us, but um, so we performed twice out there. We went out there twice, two different times, performing out there. But uh, deals weren't right. You know what I mean? I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. But, um, That's a music industry right there, 101. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily, I, I didn't even plan on it. Like, I wasn't even trying to go to New York. Like, I'm down, you know what I mean? <laughs> that shit is dope. <laughs> Absolutely. But, like, it wasn't in the plans. Like, not, none of this shit was, not, I don't know. Everything that we've done it hasn't been in the plan. Like, so, yeah. But So I've never been, like, I need to perform there. But I'm trying to perform everywhere. Like, that's the only thing. Got you. You know? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Absolutely, man. Let's take a break real quick. I'm going to write down a couple more questions for you guys, and then uh, we'll get back to it. Let's take a break. All right. So, I got to ask Marcus. BSC. I don't know what it stands for, respectfully. I don't know how many people do know what it stands for. I don't know if it's a personal thing, but what does it stand for? Is it of any significance? Is it just a cool name? What does it mean to you? Um, So... He actually started an independent label up here, the official Bomb Squad Entertainment. So BSE is for Bomb Squad Entertainment. And then Marcus C, just keep it easy for everybody who wants to find my music. And yeah, that's how that came about. It rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, didn't notice yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. I want to ask you guys about um, record label stuff because we talked about it before the break. And I want to go a little deeper on that because I feel like it's educational to people just listening anyway. People that, you know, maybe want to get more into the business side of music. I mean, for as much as people may want to be rappers, they want to be athletes. Every athlete needs an agent. Every, you know, every 
musician needs a, a label to house their masters and, and stuff like that and have their stuff where they could drop it. So the business is just as important as playing the role itself, you know, the act itself in the entertainment business. You said you've turned down some deals. Mm-hmm. Nipsey, 50, those are two of the biggest ones that made it, made it for real, especially 50, because he was able to get onto a major and kind of do it his own way. But, you know, he he always had G-Unit records. After Get Rich or Die Trying did fucking 800 million copies in one week, they were like, oh, this guy's kind of a star, so yeah. let's, give him a, let's give him a record label. But you've turned down some deals, and we were talking during the break. I think there's a lot of power in that. Were the numbers just not right? Was it was it just the vibe? Some people go into the building and the building just is off, and, and they treat you like anyone else. Some people got yeah. good A and R's and good people that meet up with you, and they make you feel like you're a part of their team. You're you know you're you're adding to the to the family, if you will. And other people are like, no, it's a business. It's a business, and fuck yeah. that. What was wrong with the last offer, and why'd you turn it down? If you don't mind me asking, I turned down. I've turned down every single offer, which I've gotten. Four, I think, four. Mm. But from CW1, it's just, it was right when I started, and the manager that recruited us, pretty much, I guess you want to call it recruited? Sure. He was just kind of seeming fishy, and kind of more and more fishy. So I just looked into it, you know what I mean? Studied, and actually at a luncheon that we were having in Manhattan, uh, Another A&R, Nancy Roof from RCA Records was there. And she's like, she pulled me to the side and she said, do not sign this deal. Do not sign this. Like, if you need a lawyer, I live back in L.A. If you need a lawyer, entertainment-wise, like, I got you. I'm not trying to sign you to RCA, but I'm just letting mm. you know right now. Like, I because she helped Larry Rock with Justin Timberlake, break Justin Timberlake. Right. <clears throat> Kind of so, a big deal. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And so Larry Rock was the co-partner of CW1. And so she just, I don't know. I know that there was something that wasn't meant to be. And as soon as I got the contract, I'm going through like, my bills were very high <laughs> at the point. Like 8000 10000 a month. And so like. They had, I'm, and I had just to survive. Like, so they throw me a deal, and there's three of us in the deal, and it's for 9000 And for one single deal, they wanted one song for 9000 And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the lawyer to look at it. And it's in a DocuSign app, like, to because they're on the East Coast. We're over here, you know, because the Internet to be able to work, keep working thoroughly. As soon as I get it, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to bring it to my lawyer. And then I go to pull it back up, and the contract isn't there. And I'm mm. like, yo, what's going on? And they're like, no, we're going to redo the numbers. So then they send me back one. The second contract was for 12000 the same song. And I'm like, no, that barely covers one month of my bills, and there's three of us. Like, <laughs> And I got two kids, you know what I mean? That's without taking care of my kids. And so, like, that 12000 wasn't working. One of us, there's one of us that it was in the deal that was super wanting it, but two of us said no, so it didn't happen. And then the second con- or the third one was for 20000 and that's And then it came with, we had to do another single for them, and then two EPs within 180 days. Up on that workload a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
a lot of bit. Yeah. It goes from one song to about 20 of them. Yeah. And so at this time in 2019, I'm still dealing with my legs, still dealing with surgeries. So I had too much going on, way too much going on. So we didn't sign that deal. And then the last one, we uh, we performed with Lil Mosey and Polo G in Ace of Spades at Sacramento. And Interscope had just, that was Lil Mosey's first tour. It was a second show on tour. And Interscope had just signed him. That was his first tour. And so Interscope was in the building. And so next thing you know, the next week, we're getting hit up by Interscope. And they offer us 290000 like 40000 being um, a sign-on bonus, but two hundred and fifty being advanced. And so the reason why my monthly bills are so high is because I got a, you know what I mean? I got a quarter-million-dollar bill. So, like, okay, that pays the bill. But then we have no money left over. And when it comes to a label, you gotta they're gonna take back ten times. So it's like you get two hundred and fifty thousand, you get a quarter million, they're gonna want two point five million back. Right. So like that money that you go and flex, that you buy the chains, that you do this and shit, it's somebody else's money that you're paying back already. So really, you ain't getting one dollar until you make one point or I mean two point five million. Right. I don't walk in the bank and say, hey, I need 10 grand, but I'll pay you back 100 racks. No one's going to take that deal. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. But people do in the music industry because it comes with fame. You know what I mean? It don't just come with a loan. It comes with the the limelight. They're going to be somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm doing it for a way bigger reason. Like, I don't need the fame. You know what I mean? I need to make sure the money's right. Because I don't know if I'm, I can ever work again. My legs, you know what I mean? Like, I got kids. Like, I got a way bigger reason. I can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for so sure. I can't just. I got to do it on my own. Unless something big, you know what I mean, is a guarantee. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you're the guy they're coming to asking, offering this stuff. <clears throat> We can we can go as deep into this or not as as you want to. Of course, are there any dark sides to the industry? I'm I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist guy, yeah. but I don't think some shit's a conspiracy. Oh, I I I, I I mean I, I see that lighter, man. I need to spark up for this. Who's got the light? Oh, it's right there. Can you I, I just I see Thank certain you. shit like you know uh-huh. they, they talk about the, uh, the 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 checkered floors and I yeah, see shit you like Cardi B's jacket and stuff. Yeah, I see making a Cardi. <laughs> scissoring at the Grammys in front of millions of people. Like, I'd see shit that I know just isn't right. You know what I mean? It just yeah. It's off in general. What are yeah. some of the, the dark sides that you've seen that you don't mind sharing, or we, we can just not do this if you want, but that you don't mind talking about to the music industry, man. Like, stuff that, you know, it's like, if it comes to a certain point, things come to a head, you know it's bullshit, that you're just like... Man, I'm 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 good on this because you've already passed up some deals. So you've already said I'm good on this to a few people. Yeah. But what are some things that keep you up at night or or, or whatever? If you've seen I anything, think, yeah. Um, Jorge, what's that barbershop podcast? Uh, by, uh, it's not by LeBron. Shop? It's not LeBron, but it's rappers. Oh, it's, not, it's, it's not the shop. Yeah, uh, it's not the shop, but. Yeah, My there's rappers. there's rappers and the where they're industry. getting a haircut and doing like an interview or something. Yeah, there's six of them. But anyways, I don't know. He talks about it, and it makes sense. Like because the dark side, bro. 
the dark side of the industry, they're going to give you everything that you want. You know what I mean? That's not good for a human. Right. It's not good. Like, after a minute, it's not good. You ain't, you know what I mean? None of us are God or the creator or anybody that you want to put up, like a superhero. You know what I mean? Nobody, none of us. You know what I mean? We're all human. And that's not good for the human nature. Like, to continuously just get whatever you want, whenever you want. You know what I mean? Or else it ends up in situations like Juice World. You know what I mean? RIP to him. But that's what happens. Right. Pop. You know what I mean? You get shot. Right. Biggie, you get shot. So they're going to, they give you everything that you want. You know what I mean? They place people in situations, say, the manager is going to be there to learn who you are. You get what I'm saying? He's going to be around you every single second. Yeah. He's there to learn exactly who you are, to report back to the A&R, to report back to the president, to report back to the CEO, to report back to everybody. Yo, this is what ticks him. This is what gets his, you know, like, this is what he's addicted to. This is what the type of person. So then you go into these clubs and shit, and the the world's ran off of money, you know what I mean? So they put girls, they put, say a guy is really, you know, I don't know what to call it, like a man whore or whatever, you know what I mean? Say right. an artist is that. They're going to be putting sluts all over you to drain your money. You know what I mean? Because they want you down in that bad position. Or they're going to give you a gun. They're going to put somebody. You're think, These artists are thinking that they got to live up to an image. So they're going to be putting somebody in the club that got a gun or something. Knowing that you're going to like, yeah, I need a gun. I need a gun. So sell you a gun, right? And then get you in a court case. Just like Blueface got. You know what I mean? These million-dollar people, they need security for a reason. They don't need to be toting around guns, but they think that they got to live up to an image. So they put that into the situation. Why? So then he ends up in a federal case saying, oh, fuck. Then they're like, right where that, right where they want you. Oh, what? Are you, why are you tripping? We got you. Right. We got the lawyer and shit. We'll help you. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. They have all the control then. Yeah, we'll pay a million dollars for the lawyer because we're going to take back ten. So right. now we got you right in that position where you're going to do whatever we say. You're going to work with this person, <laughs> work with that producer. Exactly. Have this kind of song. So they set you, you know what I mean? They set you up. And the and one of the scariest parts of the situation is they got equity shares in the prison, in the prison systems. Mm. And they got equity shares in the platforms. So what happened mm. whenever there was no more records is everything went digital, you know what I mean, on the internet, streaming and shit. So what they do to get their money back, re- be able to recoup it, they worked in equity share deals with Spotify, Apple, and everything, which they originally said no. But so in order to get them to say yeah, they said, okay, well, you can pay out lower royalties, right? So then they're paying the artists lower, lower royalties. They're pimping their artists out because they're making money off the back end on the equity shares and stocks. Yep. So they don't care. They're getting their money back regardless. Yep. And the artist doesn't see the radio plays, the radio spins that they're getting off of that and the publishing deals. Unless you're auditing your label like Big Sean just audited Kanye. Mm-hmm. Found $30 million missing. But he said that that happens in the industry all the time. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's like a setup. They want you to lose. It's a setup that you can't win a lot of times. And people, that's the lucky ones that do get out. Like... But, yeah, they're going to set you up, give you everything you want to destroy yourself. 
and then they own masters. <laughs> they own your music. They own like they own you. You know that stuff mm-hmm. that like Russ talks about a lot. Shit, man. Prince talked about it. That, that that was his whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. like he wrote "Slave on His Face" and people. You know, he he dressed up as these different like I say characters. You know, because that that's what it was to me, you know, faces in his career and stuff. And everyone has faces. I mean, look at someone like Kanye. I mean, if there was ever an <laughs> artist, got the you know. Most faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean just mentally or bad spells, but just he was the college dropout. And he was a backpacker and he's the good guy mm-hmm. rapper. No, no drugs, no guns. And then eventually you get to Dark Twisted Fantasy and it's drugs and it's I hang out with people with guns. And yeah, and I'm, I'm this, you know, I'm. Steve Jobs and all this shit eventually, but <laughs> I, I <laughs> but I hear what you're saying, man, and and that's yeah, man. I did see another fucking TikTok thing. You may have sent it to me. Was um the 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 equity in the prisons and stuff, yeah. and you know, like the media that changed hip hop, quote unquote, like in 1990, yeah. and then what happened? You know, Death Row and Snoop and Dre and Tupac and. And, you know, even guys like E-40, Warren G, like, all, you know, E-40's not gangster, but, you know, he was definitely talking about some shit. Like, I think he wasn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, Too Short, Two Live Crew, all those guys, you know, it's a lot of, like, sex, a lot of, like, partying, a lot of stuff that is not good for the human spirit, you know, and, and oh, yeah. you bring that up. The whole thing with these guys going to prison and, and whatnot, I had a, another conspiracy theorist friend a couple years ago say his theory for the Kodaks that get locked up every three months. 21 Savage, you know, he has to have, you know, ice comes and gets him. We find out he's from fucking England. They don't do what the labels want them to do. So in turn, the labels expose wrongdoing they are doing, because I'm not going to say Kodak Black's the most innocent guy in the world. Or they do it to teach you a lesson. And and you make it sound like, you know, you think it's them teaching them a a lesson, you know, and they make money because, you know, they're in prison and it's PR because, oh, you know, free Kodak, free 21, this is so fucked up, blah, blah, blah. So it gets their fan base into it. It's an evil genius method. A lot of this shit is evil genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's evil genius for sure. And how you say that, how I'd be thinking about it, whatever, (laughs) you know what I mean? Whatever this world thinks, whatever. But it makes me almost think that there's not an Illuminati, that somebody made that term up and threw it out there and started making these things up that are up and not up for power. You know what I mean? Like in the government and shit, you get what I'm saying? And the federal, I mean the feds, the labels and everything. Somebody, they know what the fuck going on. You know what I mean? They got shit hidden all from us. So they threw that term out there or started throwing gas on that term for whoever made it up. But knowing the whole time it's them controlling all this shit. You know what I mean? That's just their scapegoat. Right. The Illuminati. For sure. I don't know, but that's what it seems like. And I feel like a hypocrite because I feel like I know plenty of, I mean, come on, man, Lil Wayne, like, you know, like, like he's got plenty of songs where, you know, you reverse the lyrics or you do whatever. And it's like, man, Lil Wayne's not the most fucking, you know what I mean? Should he yeah. have like eight kids? Like for real, this guy? Like, I, I'm going to be totally honest. Like, I don't know if he's the best role model, man. But then, <laughs> you know, you even look at guys like, like Drake, for example, like sure, you know, uh, most people love Drake. I know I do. But a lot of his shit, especially now, is just, you know, the women and, and promoting, like, j- just this lifestyle that just probably isn't good for people. It's fun. And, you know, of course it's fun. Yeah, and that's they're all about promoting that fun and that partying and stuff. That's why no one's been dropping shit the last couple of years. We brought it up at the beginning of the pod. What the fuck's been going on? People are going through tough times. There's nothing fun to talk about. There's nothing fun to do. Mm-mm. You know, I, up here in the North State, it is different for us. But, man, you still go to some of these cities, it's... Not lockdown, but, you know, masks everywhere. No one's going to the club. It's, you know, old Nobody people. Outside. You don't even know they exist. No one's outside. There's no concerts. There's no, you know, there's no shit going on. So, yeah. I, I was just in Reno four days ago. So, 
There wasn't there, the only people outside were pushing shopping carts, like the locals that you know what I mean, homeless. That's it. The horror shut down everything. Everything like I don't know what the hell is going on. I was there a couple months ago. That shit was. Uh, I think it was right now. I can't even remember. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, it was empty. Like, <laughs> even then, we went to some flesh shop for some noodles and shit. There was nobody outside. Was <laughs> empty. You know, yeah. you see the cops just cruising, and that's it. Ain't nobody. All the cars that are there are just the workers, and like, unless you go into the hotel, everybody has masks on and shit. It's like, I don't know about now, but that was then. That shit was yeah. kind of still the same way. Yeah. I mean, we bring that up. You know, I, I assume this place took a little while to put together. Uh, whose place is this, by the way? Is it yours, Tzar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long did this take you to set up? And I mean, was this all part of you know the big thing with COVID is work from home and 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 then, you know. Uh, uh, you know, people are, I mean, fuck man. Uh, what the house just sell for that you and Rick were staying like in cash, like 500 K or something like that's insane. But that was not a thing 10 years ago. People are all about their homes now and where they feel most comfortable and where they can set up shop. If you will, did anything over the last couple of years. And I hate to keep bringing up COVID, but in the music, it's probably been hit the hardest, you know, music and movies. Those are the two industries that got just totally fucking bamboozled. It feels like, did you purposely want to set something up at home? You don't have to depend on anyone else. So you can create, and of course, creating whenever you want's nice. But is that all because of the fact of being at home and feeling more comfortable? And is it on purpose? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I guess that's the only part of the plan that was on purpose. As always, having a home studio, like because when I started music, that shit was it's just a lot of therapy. You know what I mean? So I needed to just be able to step in the room and go. If I need to, or when I need to, because I got a lot of stuff going on in life. So I need to be able to, it's like hard, like, I couldn't depend on somebody else and, like, throw them in a situation like, I need to record now. You know what I mean? Because of how my life is going and it makes it seem like I'm trying to use them. Like, yo, this is the only time I can. Like, I need you to, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel bad. Like, it makes it seem like you're only using me to record or... I'm not just on call or, you know what I mean? But that's how my life is just been the past four years, like crazy as hell. And so I just needed that. I hear that. I want to get you guys back into it a little bit. Let's talk about just, uh, we talked about some projects and stuff like that, but after we get these projects out, what comes next, Marcus, for you just in this year? Are there any other plans? Is it just straight music? I mean, what are, do you guys want to do anything outside of music in the next year or two, you know, besides concerts and stuff? Or is it just tunnel vision with the music? Let's try and, and get on as best we can. <coughs> what comes um, next for you? So for me, I had my left ACL done uh, April of 2021. Mm. So I just got back to work. Um I feel like music's always going to be a priority right now. So, like, I drive for FedEx. Driving up to wherever I'm delivering, I'll throw on beats and just think. Think of what I could do with it. Think of if I could do something, if I could work with it. And that's how I feel like most of my stuff comes into play. It's just me thinking. You always driving me from FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> but then I get home, and I have my son play with him, whatever, when he goes to bed, and it's right time. And I'm just writing. Huh? Money, Kai. Yeah. 
old is he? Uh, two and a half. Hey, no, he's 15. <laughs> he's 15. <laughs> That's another thing, too. Michaela, I got to, like, give her a shout out because she's always been there for me. She's like, like, go record if you have to go record or whatever. So, Like Cooper Cup's wife, man. Cooper Cup's yeah. wife was like, nah, I'm going to hold it down. Just go play some ball, bro. Yeah. Go, go play some ball when we get to the NFL, then I'll depend on you, but... That's yeah, dope, man. So you need that. No, you need that for sure. It's definitely going to be a priority for a minute. Yeah. Buddha, what about you, man? By the way, how old are you, man? I'm 17. Damn, man. Oh, You're wow. 17? Yeah. I was, I was going to say 19 or 20 <laughs> because Marcus is like, yeah, play ball with him. Like, found him. I'm like, found him. I'm like, okay, so he's not, it's not the same age. That's crazy, <laughs> though, man. <laughs> Hell he yeah. Too. That's dope. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> What comes next for you, 2022? After after February's over, two projects. Are, are we chilling for a while? Are, are we ramping up for the whole year kind of thing? What's the vibe? I'm going to try to drop a project all year. Uh, I got my own studio. I'm starting to – I got a shout-out to you, too. I'm not going to lie because when I work with him, he really makes it easy for me to understand everything in the, in the mixing field. You know what I'm saying? So I got my own studio going, like, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm back working with him because obviously, you know what I'm saying, this is where – I'm most, most comfortable. This is where I feel like I could get the best shit done, you know what I'm saying? So I'm working on my own stuff and, like, basically just trying to get a track done every day so I have more music. And at the end of the month, you know, find a track or a couple tracks, maybe I can drop them, you know what I'm saying, and get them, you know what I'm saying? It'd be cool. So it's really, like, just projects every month. Just try to see what I can get done, see if, if other artists are willing to work, you know what I'm saying, if they're keeping it. Legitimate, like real, like mm. crystal clear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, for sure. I ain't trying to see none of no. I'm a hothead. I don't like weird stuff. So when I see it, I call it. I'm on it. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> you see, you, I'm a hothead too, see? man. It's, it's like as soon as I get my way, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck them, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> but I mean, that's part of the motivation, yeah. man. Yeah. Like you know, you can also choose to not fuck with me. Exactly. So it's like you exactly. know, exactly. It's your but choice. If you, because there's a couple artists that I chose to like, they came to me and they're like. Oh yeah, like, oh let's work, let's work. I charge thirty a feature. You came to me to work. I'm not even wasn't even gonna charge you to. You know what I'm saying? We probably gonna mix the song. We probably gonna do this. So how you gonna say charge for a feature if we're working? We're all, we're both putting in work. You feel me? Yeah. I don't know a lot of a lot. I'm not I'm not on no calling out no names and none of that. So I'm too cool for that. I'm not gonna lie. For sure. But gotcha. Just, I don't know why why artists are on that type of way. Cool, but it's not gonna get you that far. Yeah, not gonna. for sure. And you lose out on a, on a potential hit, man. That like, sure. I mean, fucking paid. It can get you paid. You know, it's all. Uh, with, I always tell George, it's about the next move. You know, like I, I, as much as I, I love, you know, being here with you guys today. It's all about, man. Like, I still want that Drake interview eventually. Like, or I still want that yeah. Kendrick. You know, Kendrick's interesting. Like, you know, it's it's you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. There's nothing wrong with that, and and you know. People definitely, the problem with our generation, man, my generation, is people do not realize an opportunity unless there's a paycheck attached. That's like oh, one yeah. of the, like. Instant gratification. Yeah, everything yeah. is, you know, like it's, and I mean, we have it with social media, you have it with just everything, man. I know I'm even guilty of it. Like, I hate social media. I have to use it because I love my podcast more than I hate social media, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I use it to promote it. I, I don't post a lot on actual Instagram. I just do stories and shit like that. But trust if I didn't have this podcast, dude, I'd be off the fucking grid. I would not yeah. give a fuck, you know, because I just do not fuck with it like that. But 
you gotta go back and check it. You gotta go back and constantly see who liked it, who didn't like it. That's my biggest thing. I'm like, oh, they didn't see it, they didn't like it. Well, fuck them, or you know, <laughs> I, I got no problem admitting that, man. Because I mean, everyone's a human at the end of the day. You know, you think someone yeah. fucks with you, or in person, everyone's super cool, and then they don't invite you here, or, or they, they don't fuck with you like that, or they said something when you weren't around, and it's like, man, you know, like there, there's just there's not, not not enough room for that, man. Not enough room for that. So uh, I had to get rid of Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat's pretty bad, man. It's toxic. It is. A lot of people. A lot of people is bold on there. <laughs> very, oh. very. And if you're a cop on there, they love you back at the station oh, because. Boy. Well, I mean, just and I'm. I'm not saying anyone in particular that I know, but just in general, yeah. people are always exposing themselves, and it's like, dude, like, right. what if someone's like a fucking. I hate to say narc, but what, what if someone's a snitch on here? What, what if someone doesn't like you on here? What, what if someone sees an opportunity that, you know, you're on your way up, they're on their way down, you know, to I get even, man, you know? I, I try not to give anyone anyone reason to do that. Not that I'm afraid of it, but I just don't try and give it out, you know? What's the <laughs> point of that? Incriminating myself, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Let's talk about some more music stuff, though. Tease, I'm going to throw it back to you. Give me three dream collabs with anyone dead or alive, and this is going to be for everybody. Anybody, dead or alive, anybody. <laughs> you only get three. It would probably be producer, rapper, singer. You know, whatever you want to do, whatever aspect of the music. It'd probably be Park, Nipsey, and Polo. Okay, probably. So, so Polo yeah. G would be the dream. I hate to have to say this, living feature that you'd want to. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. me and him could go off. <laughs> For sure. I know we could. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you see this, I think we could actually. You know I know I mean? we could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. For on sure. I like Polo. He's got good energy on his songs, man. He doesn't blend in with everyone else. Yeah. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Marcus, Dream Collabs Dead or Alive, man. All right. I would have to go. Damn, that's hard. You're making me think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, he focused with some good artists. I'd probably yeah. go. I'm sure. I don't even know, bro. I I would go X, Polo, and probably like Rod Wave or Fresco Trey. One of the. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. We're talking about the the record label stuff, and I I don't want to go all the way back into it, but Rod Wave sounds like he felt he sold his soul. And he made it big last year. I mean, he popped off for real last year, and. And he feels like that, and that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. You know, artists come out, and that's the way to do it nowadays. I mean, Uzi was doing that shit. He said he got the diamond in his head, and that, you know, if he removes it, he has a 50% chance of dying. Like, these artists are bold out here, man. Some of it's publicity, but... You pe- think Rod signed for a million? Say again? I think Rod signed for a million. And then so they have to try and recoup. Back 10. Right. Shit. Right. Before he makes $1. Yeah. <sighs> he put so out a... Like, I'm not trying to say I bet he does, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure, like, some of those situations, you end up buying these things, and you know what I mean? Start repoing cars, repoing houses or something, you know what I mean? You end up down Jewelry, bad, it's still watches. the same way, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, than they are, it's not even there. For real, and everybody treating you like, you know, they don't know what it really is, so they just think you're rich as fuck. But you're really down say. bad, <laughs> fighting, 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 and it feels, I bet it does, you know, and it sucks. When it happens to good artists and good people, because they didn't have the right knowledge or the, the right people that are right there, you know what I mean? The manager is not on their team the whole time. Only when it's good times. Yeah. Yeah. 
For sure. I mean, you bring up repossessing materials. How about repossessing your fucking friends? Or or the people you fuck with? Or your manager? Oh, they sacrifice like, that <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's a real thing too. Like, sure, you know, the cars go and the women and the bitches and the club and mm-hmm. but so do so do your friends. So do the people that are Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buddha, what's up with you, man? Dream collabs, give me three dead or alive. Uh I'll probably go like Damn, that is hard. Rio the Young right now, because that's what's hot. Like, that's what I'm listening to heavy right now. Uh, I'll probably say Biggie. I fuck with Biggie mm. more than Tupac. I'm just saying that right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, <coughs> Love uh, Biggie, man. Damn. That's a hard. Uh, probably just Stunna Gambino then. I don't know. I can't really think of no right now. Okay. But. Yeah, really, really basic stuff right now. But if I was really thinking, I'll give you some good ones. Yeah, for sure. For sure. As we kind of head towards the wind down of this thing, George, I want to see if you want to get on anything. Do you have any questions, any comments, any sort of anything like that? Because I, I say that George is on my team, and, and, and we've talked about this, to not be you know the best podcaster, but to be the best networker I know. George gets go. me all sorts of, like, I would not have landed here like if I didn't Don know George. King, you know, I'm like, <laughs> motor, bro. See? I put people on, show love. So yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, teams, bro, teams, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I don't know if there's anything you want to chime in with, any sort of questions you want to. I'm just glad we got music coming out soon because I feel like it's been a minute. I've seen a couple promos on like the Instagram live and stuff. But yeah. I'm glad it's popping. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I want to ask you guys this. And you said, I'm not trying to shit on no one. I'm not trying to shit on no one either. <laughs> Do you guys fuck with anyone locally? And if not, why? I mean, are there, is it just not your guys' type of music? Because there are other people out here. I'm not trying to be a shit stirrer, but I know that everything I hear, I'm not. So sometimes you make the sour face, you know. Sometimes yeah. it's like, okay, like, that's cool. And there's people that I, I'm even cool with rocking in between, you know. Like, I, you guys said you've been listening to Gunna shit. I personally love The Weeknd. I think he could just sing his ass off. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of the Dawn album. And in between there, I like to listen to guys like Rocky Bowman. I like to listen to guys, um, you know, I, Davey Legend on X3. He's got a couple records. You know, what do you guys think about the local music scene? Tzar, I'll go with you first, man, because it sounds like you've really been ingrained and, and you've had your feet in the sand for a few years now. What do you like about it? If there's something you don't like, you can bring that up, but who do you fuck with and, and who would you want to collab with here locally? If anyone. Honestly, like, I'm just like you about social media, right? I'll so, talk with it, man. Yeah. Like it's not good for us. So... <laughs> the, the what I've been doing is like I'm trying to set up the the posting everything she's gonna be running everything like post the automated posting she's just gonna be entering it into Loomly Loomly is a automation platform so that it's what like labels use for their artists to keep content flowing consistency because it's one of the main things to growing so I'll just spend, you know, 24, 48 hours making a month worth of content and she'll set it up through the automation, make sure it goes good throughout the month. And I'll go on there sometimes to comment back or like, you know, try to show love to everybody else that I mess with. But I honestly like <laughs> some people might hear this <laughs> like family or whoever, but I don't be typing in names like 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I almost said it for you, but I was like, I don't know if he's gonna say you don't fuck with no one, so I, I don't want to just put that on him. Yeah. But so like, it, it's you, not, you don't fuck with no one. Yeah, but, but you're creating. Yeah, yeah. If it comes around in the network, I'm gonna show you love or whatever. Like, I don't hate on nobody, and especially if they're trying, like, then dope. Like, I don't know what level they are or whatever. Like, I couldn't tell you what levels anybody is at around here. Like, I don't like besides us. You know what I mean? I just keep my energy with my family, whoever I allow in my life. You know what I mean? That's where I lay my energy. Yeah. I'm not trying to go searching for other people. or I be going through a lot. And like I said, this is therapy. So some people's workload is different. Say freestyling, punching in, doing this. Some people are antsy, like pushy, whatever. You know what I mean? I just like the flow. Creative, just you know what I mean? That's how I feel like it's going to be 100% at that level. You know what I mean? I'm going to achieve better later on. But at that moment in that day, just let it flow. Like, however, you know what I mean? Like, so it's hard to find people that work that same. For sure. So, yeah. To get on the I same re- wavelength. Yeah. Which yeah. I respect, you know? Okay. We don't work good together. Like, just work, you know? Do your thing. We don't got to work together. Yeah. Like, you know? But yeah, I'm not throwing shade on nobody. Like, I don't hate nobody. But I got a lot of stuff going on, so. I haven't been tapping in or like trying to keep up with anybody else. So okay. I honest, that's just honest. Like, so I can't comment really. And then, you know, like, you make it sound like it's not a thing where you won't, but it's just as far no, as people yeah. being on your radar, it's because I mean, I, I could tap into, you know, our guy Hondro, maybe they'd be interested in, in, you know, working with you guys and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, then again, people have different creative processes and sometimes shit just don't work. I mean, I bet there's plenty of hit records in the music industry that, you know, I mean, shit, let's go to the fucking, you know, you guys keep bringing up the, the Gunna album. We almost didn't hear that Drake song for reasons that I don't fucking know. I mean, like there was a snippet out, and then a week later they were able to drop it. But, the re- I mean, he would have put that on the album, bro. That's a Drake feature. Like, yeah. And he went number one anyway, but, like, you're trying to, that recoups your money. That gets you in Grammy nomination. I mean. Like, you need to go number one. You know, that's why people get pissed off, like Khaled and, and Nicki Minaj and shit like that. You know, that's, that's why they fly off the handle of guys like Tyler, the creator, Travis Scott, when they beat them, because... The number one means a lot when you're an A-list, you know, act. Um, but, you know, back to my main point of just maybe hitting up Hondro and, and, and seeing if these guys want to wanna work. And you never know. You never know. I'm all about bringing running together, man. I'm tired of motherfuckers, like yeah. you said, you know, earlier, dipping out and leaving and fuck this. No yeah. one wants to work together. I've noticed a lot of that, and it's I'm tired of being hater central, man. Tony, I'm going to throw it over to you. If you fuck with anyone here locally, you just be in your own world. But what's the vibe for you? Man, I'll be at the crib smoking. I don't talk to nobody because every time I talk to somebody, it's just, it don't go well. Every time it's, I show love. Like T-Zar said, it's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Show love, you know what I'm saying? But it's always, end of the day, it always comes down to money to certain people. And like, you go to their social media and what does it show? shows that they got it like that, that they got money. It's just not an issue, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, why does it come back to that one it's time for you to network, and you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not, like, throwing shade or nothing, but I just don't. I don't think nobody here is, I could work with nobody here. Just just for reasons they're not. I think it's tough for us to, to work with people not, you know what I mean? Even if the situation ends badly, not badly, but it just doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that it ends badly. 
Right. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. But and people I, take it personal, especially artists. Our artists are, yeah. uh, you know, sensitive about about their shit, which is okay. That's the me. I'm, I'm yeah. sensitive about my pod. I don't like being called trash. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. You put a lot of work into this shit, you know. Yeah. And when so. other people don't aren't doing it for the same reasons and stuff, or trying to get out of the same situations, like you can't relate on other things besides music. That's what it is. Like, yeah. Like I think yeah. he's saying, not throwing hate, you know. But Marcus. Anyone here inspire you? Anyone anyone you fuck with? Yeah, I fuck with uh the official bomb squad entertainment. <clears throat> um <laughs> I'm gonna leave it no, at that. But, uh, <laughs> no. I, I feel like every time not every time, but like people we've tried to work with out here, the way they move after, the way that they react to whatever happened in that time or moment. And it's like, that's what you got to watch for. Like, people just move weird. I agree. People are, I mean, I've, I've talked to George, man. Like, even podcast motherfuckers are weirdos. You know? <laughs> okay, I mean, we, we go around and uh, no one, you know, a big thing I learned early in this is that no one owes me a fucking thing. You know, like, as far yeah, as I'm concerned, sure. every time I have a guest on, they're doing me a favor in a way. Like, I was, I'm not for nothing. I was checking you guys' Instagram followers. I'm like, yo, they got a lot more than I do. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, please repost. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm nah, always we cool will, with that. Will, but, um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, I know what you mean. It's the whole coming back needing favors and coming back around and, you know, the song didn't turn out a certain way or whatever. And it's like a, it's a personal thing, you know, and it's, yeah. it's not like that. I, I wish, you know, and maybe it's like that a lot of different places, but we're here. So we notice it and we realize it's like that. But I don't know, man, I, you know, you look at different cities, West Coast, Atlanta, do everyone in Atlanta works with each other. Is there anyone in Atlanta that really, maybe on the smaller level, but that doesn't fuck with each other? I hear everyone on everyone's album yeah. and it gets redundant, but like that is love, you know, yeah. and no, it, it makes me it wish. Be. That's how you put somewhere on the map. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm going to hear all, you know, Gunna, Future, Young Thug, 21, fucking Andre from Outcat. Like, I mean, you hear, yeah. you know, everyone. Everyone fucks with, you know, Lil Baby, of course. Um, I don't know if Gunna's from Atlanta. I think he is. It, I, I'm not sure, though. But. Young Thug signed him, but. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's from Atlanta. Yeah, th- that or Florida, so, seems like. Yeah. Fucking all those motherfuckers, yeah. man. But talking. Mississippi like that. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> be yeah. The South, man. Yeah, yeah. deep oh, South. Man. Deep South. I asked you guys what comes next, but just immediate future. I like the Dreaming record. It has like a, I don't say a Jamaican vibe, but it has just like that Caribbean vibe. It has like like a summer vibe to it. And I mean, fuck man, the weather here, it feels like summer in, in April, but are, are we going for the summer vibe? Or is it something that you guys want to run the summer? Are you guys just trying to drop because it's time to? What, what what are the vibes out here in the next two or three months? Just give me kind of what you guys are thinking game plan wise. Whatever you don't mind sharing. I know some stuff stays in the tuck, but uh, are we are we thinking of running the summer out here? What, what what are we what are we thinking? To be honest, I kind of dropped the record because like lately I've been in my own world, like you said. So like it's kind of for me, it's kind of a way to be like kind of like you dreaming right now. I don't talk to nobody. Like I said, I don't unless it's you know what I'm saying unless it's them. I don't really talk to nobody. So really just dreaming, you know what I'm saying? I'm really just in my own world doing exactly what I would do in a dream. Get up, you know what I'm saying? Do what I do to get some money, you know what I'm saying? Go back to the studio, work. Get up, do what I got to do. Hit up Marcus. Oh, bro, you off work? Let's work, let's link. You know what I'm saying? Go to his house with the equipment, you know what I'm saying? T, if T's available, you know what I'm saying? If he's not busy or whatever, we link, boom, we get a couple records done, and then it's all, it's all good. It's like, that's why, that's the vibe I'm going for, where you're in your own world, and you can... 
You know what I'm saying? You're just dreaming. If you're just chilling, because I know a lot of people aren't really talking to people right now. Everybody yep. seems in their own world. Yeah. That's what mm. I'm going for. For sure. Tease our next couple months. What's the vibe? Are, are we just putting shit out because it's time? Is, is it a thing where you guys are trying to get the whole year locked up? I mean, some people go into it with that kind of game plan. Like, nah, we're going to run you know the whole year. And you should have that confidence anyway. But what's the plan, if you will? Just next two months, next 60 days. What's <laughs> happening? Sounds like everyone's putting out music, so yeah. I don't know if there's plans to... I think you guys said that there's a couple EPs coming. I know, Tony, you said that, but full album, you know, full mixtape, just singles. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the album thing, so I don't want to go on any retail yeah. full albums. Right. But, uh, Until it's time time. Yeah. But, uh, okay. yeah, I'm just going to drop some singles, probably. I'm just going to keep following the vibe, you know what I mean? Things are starting to fall into place. The business is going right. I've been working on credit and everything, you know, to start taking things to the next level, be able to pull more capital, make more capital and stuff. So just trying to put everything into place so that whenever thing does start rocking, then it doesn't break. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's what just I'm trying to focus on. Okay. Trying to, like secureness, like longevity. And it's just time, you know what I mean? Like, you can't go too long. I'm not Kendrick, and I'm not Cole. You know what I mean? Five years for Kendrick. I can't go two, five, you know what I mean? I can't go. I shouldn't be going forward five like I did. You know what I mean? But life gets hard, so I got to push through. And you know what I mean? It's time. It's time. (laughs) Why not? You know what I mean? Because it starts now. Like For sure. Yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Next couple months, man. Sounds like some shit's dropping. Yeah, I have a couple things planned out. Um, I just feel like I said earlier, like, every time I write something new or get onto that next project, it's just, I feel like it's better or even the same level. So I can't go back on stuff that I've done or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't downgrade from where I'm at. Right. I got to stay up. So I feel like it's time to start putting some tracks out. They're going to be coming. How long is that window for you guys as far as... Because some artists, I mean, if they sit on shit for six months, it's like, oh, fuck that. It feels like an old album at this point. I feel like a lot of major artists are starting to do that where they put out, especially around the time two or three years ago when everything popped off, let's put out what was going to be the album as a mixtape, as an EP, whatever, Mm -hmm. and then we'll just wait till shit kind of feels right and we'll put the real thing out. That's what I feel like happened a couple times last year. But how long in the creative process, Tizar, I'll throw it to you first, do you get stale with your own shit? If you create and then, like Marcus is saying, he'll go back six months later, is it stale at that point? Is it just is it just you just know one of them is the one? Do you have to recreate all over? How long of a window do you give yourself creatively? It just depends, I guess, how life's going. Like, it, it's, going be, it's about to be easier to make songs right now. Like, in the next 60 days, it's going to be easier for me to make songs because I'm out doing stuff. Like, you know, I just went to Vegas, so I'll probably write a song about that. I just went to New Mexico or something about a trip, you know what I mean? Like, that's what just happened when I went to Florida. I made phases the week I came back. So, like, it's a lot easier for me to be creative when things are happening in life. I'm not just sitting in a wheelchair, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could do that, but it's just hard for me. Like, as a writer, as an artist, I guess, whatever you want to call it, it's just harder for me in that subject or that realm, whatever you want to call that, too. 
But so, yeah, it's just, I like to, if whenever I experience it, I like to drop it within that month. Okay. I'd say one month or two months. Pretty quick turnaround? Yeah, because the next thing that happens in life, when I go back to rap, it's going to be better than that. And so when life's moving fast, I'll be making a lot of songs. And so it's going to be better, be better, be better. You know what I'm saying? So, like, after two months of that that kind of lifestyle, it's like I could definitely tell if I didn't drop this song from eight weeks ago compared to right now today when I made that song. Like, he's saying, like, I could hella tell, especially six months. Like, you know, like, he's saying, like, I could hella tell. And I don't like being able to tell that. Right. I like to be able to keep that to myself, you know what I mean? Because I can see that progression. But I like the fans to be on that ride the whole way so it's not as apparent to their ear. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Okay. Tony, man, how long is that turnaround for you? Month, two months, few months. Is there any sort of turnaround? Do you just, sounds like, you know, TZR sometimes locks in. I'm, I'm same week, same month we're dropping. Oh, probably, yeah, probably the same. I try to drop as soon as possible because it just gets stale really quick. You know what I'm saying? Because I send it to my girl. I send it to, like, I, like I said, actually, I do fuck with people. I'm not going to lie. Two people. <laughs> I fuck. Shout out my nigga D-Money Donovan. We locked in. That's my. That's like one of my only friends right now. He's real as fuck. Keeps it 100. You know what I'm saying? If I'm short 50, he got the other half. You feel me? Mm. So that's how we ride. Hell yeah. His girl, too. Solid people. So That's dope. When it's just all like they listen to it, I listen to it. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to them, but as an artist, you know what I'm saying? You, you're growing fast. So you listen, you hear them like drop it, drop it, drop it, but you're like, I gotta drop it now, otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you're gonna listen to it and be like, it's time to drop. You go to a show and you're like, you don't have the same energy as that's when, the old me. Yeah, yeah, you're like for sure. I don't even want to perform this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it really is. Like, hello, quick one, two months. How you said? Like, it's not really a long period. Yeah, a couple of weeks, even if that. For sure. Yeah. You got two EPs coming out this month. Everyone's dropping in the next month. Where could they find the music? What would be the easiest? What Instagram handles or TikTok handles can they follow to keep on the latest updates? All right. <laughs> Anyone could go first. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, you can find me on any any platform, whether it be a music platform or a social, me- social media platform. But it's just at Tzar the Tyrant. T Z A R the Tyrant. Got you. I, I do the same shit. Like my name is super easy and I still sit there and spell it out like, dude, motherfuckers know how to uh, they got it. They got it. Um it. Tony. Um Damn, I was like, dude, I'm I'm starting to forget shit in here. I definitely got the second hand. Yeah. I'm starting to forget what the fuck I even asked. Um That's strong. Where can they find the handles, the music, all that kind of stuff? Uh, Instagram is 4k.budd or b. Hold on, I'm tripping. B-U-D-D-H-A, I'm is pretty it? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B-U-D-D-H-A. Uh, TikTok is D-A, real, Buddha, the same thing as my Instagram. And then, yeah, I don't really have no other socials. Music, you can give me on all platforms, it's just Buddha. Uh, go check out BET Banging, it's out right now. Just go get that real quick, go give it a play or something. You might like it, you never know. Hell yeah. Marcus, where can I find you, man? 
all of my social medias are BSC Marcus C. And then on all streaming platforms also, you can find music there. Hell yeah. George, anything before we wrap this up? I hear it. I hear it. Thank you guys for coming on, man. Thank you guys for inviting me in here. This was dope as fuck. I had a good time. Good time. Thank you. We, we got to 92 us. minutes. So I, I think we got in, in, with the break in between probably about two hours. So this is dope, man. Thank you. Guys. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to the music. I, I want some more music locally to come out. So you got to come, bro. For sure. I, I appreciate the stems on the intro. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you. For sure. If you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. I'll be back here sometime soon, and I will talk to you guys later. Have a good day.